Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Ordinary, the podcast where we chat about all things self-care, dating yourself, and just trusting the process. I am your host, Clarice, and I am so happy to be here with you today. I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you are in good spirits and that you have taken time out to do the things that mean the most to you. I have had a bit of a week where it has been very productive and I have been ticking off my tasks on my to-do list because I love planning out my week as much as I can. But I haven't had time for gym this week, which really made me feel like my week was lacking the one thing that makes me the happiest. And I was chatting to my life coach, career coach. She's like, she's like an all-in-one and just absolutely amazing. And I was telling her that I feel like my time management is not up to scratch. It's not up to the standard that I would like it to be at because I feel like I'm not getting the things that I need to get done from a personal perspective. And she told me that I need to ask myself, what are my main priorities? So like, what are my top three priorities for the day? And put those as the the main things on my list and everything else comes after that. Because you can't get everything done in one day, but you need to ask yourself, what are the things that mean the most to you and what are the things that are absolutely crucial for that day? And whether that be work-related, whether it be personal, you have to be able to prioritize it. So it's something that I really want to start trying a little bit more or put in a little bit more effort into because I really felt that gap in my week without going to gym. This is just something I'm sharing if anyone else feels that way, where you want to do something that you love, whether it be cooking a meal for yourself or going to gym or just watching a Netflix show. It's really important to set that time aside if it's something you really want to do over and above all the other priorities and responsibilities that you have. That's just something that I I, I thought I wanted to share because my week really did feel like it was missing something. I'm going to make a conscious effort to make next week better so that I can that I can go to gym and slot in everything I need to for the day to make sure that it is 100% fulfilled. So moving on to our topic. Most people prefer not to learn that pain has a purpose. And simply put, experiencing pain is unpleasant, it's depleting, and it can be so tiring. But everyone experiences suffering at some point in their life. And this might be physical, it might be spiritual, it might be emotional, or a combination of all of them. And today, we are going to be diving into a topic that resonates with many aspects of our lives. You can't rush the healing process. We often find ourselves wanting quick fixes, but there's a real beauty in allowing healing to unfold at its own pace. So to kick things off, we're going to explore what the healing process entails. And it's so important to understand that healing is not a linear journey. It includes a whole lot of emotions, setbacks, and breakthroughs. And whether it's recovering from physical injuries, navigating emotional wounds, or dealing with the aftermath of life's changes, each person's healing journey is unique. So you can't compare your healing journey to a friend's healing journey if you've gone through similar situations. 
because everybody's going to tackle it differently and everybody's going to deal with it differently. Rushing the healing process can sometimes affect the body and the mind's natural ability to recover. And it's so important to understand that healing is a holistic process and it involves time, compassion, and the willingness to embrace both the highs and the lows. I think I've mentioned this a few times in a few episodes, but I'm part of this group of incredible women. And every week we share our highs and our lows. And there were some weeks where I would share my lows and they felt so low to the point where I didn't even care what those highs were because I was just so upset at how I, how I had allowed my lows to take over my week, to take over my mind and consume my mind. So I think it's so important when, when you think about embracing those highs and lows that they will be there. And sometimes your highs will outweigh your, your lows and sometimes vice versa. And that's okay. That's part of the process. In our fast-paced society, there's often this unspoken pressure of fast-tracking this healing process. And healing comes in many forms, from therapy and counseling to alternative practices like mindfulness and meditation. One thing that I learned the hard way is that patience plays a huge role in the healing process. Now, I don't mean sitting around and waiting for this feeling to automatically just pass by because time is passing by and then one day you're going to wake up and you're going to have this switch and you're going to just be healed. That's that's not how it works. You need to accept that you are healing. You need to accept the phase of the healing process that you are in and you need to allow yourself to adapt to that because if you're going to constantly find alternative solutions to take your mind off things and not actually go through that healing process, you're not going to heal. I was chatting to a friend and I was telling her that I'm looking for the next thing to do because I like to keep my mind busy. And this was while I was going through this this really tough healing phase or healing process. And she said that she realized a pattern within me that every time when I am going through a painful period, I have to keep something or do something to keep me busy. And at first, I didn't realize that that's exactly what was going on. I was trying to keep my mind busy by doing a whole lot of activities and not actually coming to terms with how I was feeling and the emotions that my body needed me to feel. I wanted to get on the next project as fast as possible and fill my day with so much of stuff, like consume my mind with so much of things so that I don't actually tackle the root of the issue, which was the fact that I needed to allow myself to accept what was happening and be on that healing journey. I wanted to go from zero to 100. And that just was not how it was going to work because there is no way that you can rush this healing process. There is no way that you can fast track it. There isn't a start and end time. It's not like logging your time at work or clocking in and clocking out. That's not how it works. Healing takes time. It's a process and it needs to happen at its own pace. And only you know when you have fully healed. You can get all of the advice that you need and you can talk to all the friends that you need to talk to and read all the self-help books that you need to but only when you have fully accepted how you are feeling in that moment is when you will 
realize that you are on the journey and you're being true to yourself. Nobody can help you when you are on that healing journey but yourself. People can guide you, yes, of course. You can have friends that are going to be on this journey with you and they can be there to hold your hand, but you are the one that is in this process and you are the one that needs to go on this journey and find the strength within you to get to that next version of yourself, that healed version of yourself. So healing often involves unpacking layers, like I've just mentioned. You have to go through that process and you're going to go through a process of feeling really sad. And then the next phase may be being in denial about it. Or you may be in denial first and then feel sad and then feel angry and then you may heal. It's There's so many different ways to go about this. And I'm pretty sure I've gone through that feeling sad phase, being in denial phase, that anger phase, and then also just shouting at the universe because why am I going through this? Like, what did I do to have to go through the situation? I'm sure we've all been there, but it's all part of that journey. It's all part of the process. Experiencing pain strengthens our ability to express gratitude. Finding the bright side of things is one of the finest lessons we can take away from suffering. Being thankful doesn't always include appreciating the event itself. So like I said, you will be shouting at the universe and asking it like, what did you do to deserve this? Like, this is not fair and you're a good person and you may promise to not do certain things again if this pain can be taken away from you. But instead, you are actually concentrating on the negative side of things and not wanting to overcome the obstacles to then be able to embrace the gratitude because the gratitude side of things comes with understanding that you had to go through the situation to learn a certain lesson. And in the end, you could have a better understanding of who you are, your shortcomings, and how to move forward being stronger, being this new version of you. Personal development is so critical in this healing process, and it's something that will happen, but it comes with time and it comes with patience. Unpleasant situations have the power to push us beyond our comfort zones and beyond our limits. The nice thing is that most people don't realize how resilient they can be in the face of difficulty. You underestimate your strength. You possess the strength and the ability to overcome any obstacles in your path to recovery. Resilience is so much more than just pushing yourself. It's about realizing that you went through difficult experiences and you still found hope in life. You didn't decide to give up on everything. And I think that's something that we don't realize. We don't realize that we have gone through other situations before, but in that moment, that pain feels like the worst pain possible. And, and I get it. I completely get it. It feels like it's the hardest thing to go through right now. And then when you look back at past situations, you're like, but I overcame that. And now I don't even think about that situation. Right now, this feels like the hardest thing that I'm going through, but I have gone through worse. It just feels like it's the worst right now because the pain feels different. And that's okay. Again, it's part of the journey. People are pushed by pain to learn who they are in order to help people discover a higher purpose beyond their pain, pain is a movement of the body, the mind, and the soul. And these are critical skills to learn, whether they include taking a vacation, 
learning to trust yourself or improving your ability to love yourself without any limits. And I think that's something that I really learned and still learning on my self-care journey that you need to trust yourself because you're on this journey. You're the one that is always going to be there for you. And learning to love yourself is such a beautiful process because it's so easy to think about it and just say, okay, I love myself. But when you go through this pain, you learn so much about yourself. You learn the things that you truly like and the things that you don't like, the things that make you upset and the things that make you truly happy. It's those small things, those small moments like putting together a Christmas tree or watching your favorite sitcom for the fifth time or cooking that favorite meal that you could probably eat five times a week. It's things like that that you learn when you're on your own going through this journey and just being in awe with yourself, just being obsessed with yourself and, and learning about this being that you are. I love it so much because it's something that is so new to me. It's something that I, I never saw myself doing. I never saw myself taking the time out to truly understand who is this person, Clarice? What is she like? What does she need in her life to make her truly happy? And what are her aspirations? I didn't, never really took the time to do that. And now that I am, it feels like you like like I really am reaching that next level. And and you should do the same. If you are going through a phase in your life where things feel so uncomfortable or you just feel like you're in this waiting room, this waiting ground, and you don't know what to do, being on this healing journey is something that I truly encourage because you're going to find strengths within yourself that you never knew that you had, and it's going to shock you. And the truth is that setbacks are inevitable and they are part of the healing journey, but it's so important to know that you are going to get through them. So as we wrap up today's episode, it's clear that not rushing the healing process is about honoring ourselves and embracing the full spectrum of our experiences. As people and as humans, we want to constantly strive for more. We want to reach a goal and then reach another one and reach another one. But in order to do that, you have to go through the various phases. And one of them might be the healing process or the lessons that need to be learned from that previous phase of your life. And as you reach the next goal, the next goal, you're going to meet different versions of yourself. And that's why recovery is so important because in order to reach that next version of yourself, you had to have healed from a previous trauma or a previous experience that a lesson needed to be learned from. It's healthy to be a person who is constantly evolving, reaching a point where you embrace the past for what it teaches and accepting the present for what it is, and then also letting go of what you can't control. And this is possible with the correct mindset and maybe the correct counseling and the recovery work. And recovery work could be journaling, it could be EFT tapping, it could be meditating, it could be practicing mindfulness, taking a walk in nature, just doing things to be one with yourself. That is recovery. Recovery can literally be anything that makes you feel like you are doing something to release or to almost embrace what you're going through to come to terms with what you're going through. So continue on the adventure, put in the effort, though it won't be a simple one, the rewards will really exceed your expectations. Make sure that you have reliable friends, 
like I mentioned, have the people around you that are truly supporting you on this journey. And if people are not supporting you, it may be time to reconsider how they fit into your healing process. Make new friends or keep friends around that share similar goals and aspirations. Healing does not guarantee that you will live a pain-free life forever, but with the correct attitude and drive to move forward, you should be able to draw lessons from the past and be better able or better equipped to deal with life's challenges in the future. That is all for this episode. I really thank you so much for joining me. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please leave a review in the comment section. Follow the Instagram page at Not Your Ordinary on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you feel like someone could benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Thank you so much. Bye for now.